Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. We're presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. This is our opportunity to help you out if you've got any sort of thing going on in your financial life. We're here for you, me and Mark. So all you have to do is send an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Give us a little bit of an idea of your question, and hopefully we can get as much detail as possible in that email. And if you would like to get on the air with us, we'd love to have you. So do that. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. That is what Karen did. She is calling from Ohio. Hello, Karen. Welcome to the show. What can I do for you? Hi, Jill. Um, my husband and I are recently retired, and we're both 63 years old. We're in the process of rebalancing our portfolio in retirement, and we're looking at possibly a 40% stock, 60% bond allocation. We've already taken a reduced presence in the stock market. We're down to 40%, but the remaining investment's now just sitting in cash. Um, we don't know a lot about bonds. Um, we know enough to realize that buying and selling individual bonds is beyond our expertise. But when we look at bond funds, we also know this might not be the safest place for our safe money since you can lose money in the bonds um, with the interest rates rising and if you sell before maturity. And with 60% of our assets to invest, we hate the thought of losing any of the money that's supposed <laughs> to be in a safer asset. Who wants to lose money? Come on. Exactly. Especially at this point in your life. Right. No kidding. Tell me so a little bit. We called a brokerage of- advisor, and they suggested we invest in a new kind of investment called a separately managed account. Mm-hmm. The premise of that account is they buy, say, 25 to 50 bonds in our name, and then they manage the bonds for us. They buy them and sell them according to market conditions when it benefits the return. And for that, they charge us um, about a 0.4% annual management fee. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. How much money are we talking about that has to be invested in bonds? Well, if you're looking at a 60-40-60 split, we're looking at probably about a million dollars. Okay. Is this retirement money or non-retirement money? We have about um, a million dollars. Um, some of it's retirement, but some of it's not. About 800000 in retirement. It's okay. just cash right now. Okay. Does Ohio have a state income tax? Yeah. Okay. So the money that you would want to be investing in the non-retirement account in the bonds would be probably an Ohio state bond or bond fund because you have a state income tax. So we'd like to maybe manage that risk. So at least you'd want to look at it. So it sounds to me you got like a lot of money. You're doing this all on your own? Yes. Well, we have, you know, a brokerage advisor who you know, suggested this other kind of account. Um, but that's about all the advisement we've taken so far. Okay. SMAs are not new, meaning uh, separately managed accounts. I don't think you got to do that because at the end of the day, bonds are actually not that hard. And that just seems to me a way to like actually get you to pay for something you don't need. So especially for the retirement money, you know what? You could just use a bond fund and not worry too much about it. And maybe just it's a intermediate term bond fund. But, it, you know, if you use a bond index fund, you're going to end up instead of paying 0.4 percent, you're going to pay like 0.1 percent. And I don't think that that separately managed account is going to do better than the index against which it is measured. It might in a given year, but overall, probably not. And if you want somebody to really take a good, long, hard look at this, then you're into maybe trying to get an opinion about where all the money stands. But I mean, you know, it's weird. Like if I had to find you 
uh, a bond specialist somewhere, they would probably charge you, you know, a million dollars. They'd probably say, oh, we want to, but we don't want the million. We want the whole three million. And if you're going to do it yourself, then I think do it yourself and get out of an environment where it's going to cost you money. Pick a low cost mutual fund family. And, you know, whether that's Vanguard or Schwab or uh, T. Rowe Price or Fidelity and do it yourself and do it in the most cost efficient way. And, you know, look, if you're feeling weird about the bond market and you're scared that, you know, what happens if interest rates go up? Well, number one, I don't think interest rates are going up anytime soon. But so what? They go up and the price of the bond fund goes down and the distributions go reinvested back in. I mean, are you going to be living off of this money or do you have other assets that you are or you will have other streams of income? What's the game plan for retirement? We have other streams of income. We won't be living off of it. We don't probably plan on tapping into our 401ks, maybe ever. Then the oh, until you have to at seventy and a half. You know yeah. what? Then I wouldn't. Then I wouldn't worry about this. I'd go ahead and buy some bond funds and bond index funds. Um, if you were concerned that you didn't want to do this all at once because you were scared because, oh my gosh, what happens if the bond market explodes on us? You know, that could happen, but you, you're talking about a very long time horizon. We're talking about 30 years, probably, you're going to have these positions. And I don't see any downside to you doing this yourself. It sounds like you're pretty comfortable with it. You'll learn about the bond market. It's going to be very exciting to you. It moves like a tick at a time. But because you don't need to worry about this money per se, that this is almost like perpetual money, I wouldn't even worry about like, well, what happens if interest rates go up? In your lifetime, interest rates will go up, down, up, down. They're going to go into cycles. And I think you're going to be fine, but I wouldn't use an I wouldn't use that separately managed account. I wouldn't pay anybody to do anything because it sounds like you've done all the hard work already. Awesome. Um, and so you're thinking bonds in a retirement account we may never tap into is a good investment. Absolutely. Do you think we should do more value stocks with dividends? Well, you already said you had stocks, right? Yes. All right. So I mean. Bonds and stocks act differently in different financial conditions. So I like the idea that, you know, you have bonds. If you already have a stock position or you have dividend-producing stocks, the good news about bonds is the interest that comes into that retirement account is not taxable to you. So it's great. And it can be – and you could do – you know, you can do some funky things. You might say, hey, you know what? I want – I want 60% in bonds. I want some, uh, I'm going to get some intermediate bonds. Maybe I'll get some short-term bonds. Uh, Maybe I'll get a blended fund. Maybe I'll get a corporate fund. Maybe I'll even get a 5% in an international bond fund. You can start doing a little research on that. But, you know, it's weird. Like bonds are pretty easy to understand. It's really about the prevailing interest rate environment. And right now for the foreseeable future, I don't see interest rates skyrocketing on us. But again, they will at some point in your life and my life. That's okay. It's like, the you know, that's sort of like the stock market. Like it's going to go up, it's going to go down. The good news is that that steady stream of income that bonds produce makes them more predictable. That's the real game changer when it comes to a bond. So you wouldn't be afraid of us investing the entire 60% into a couple of bond funds now? No, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't think that there's – someone's going to try to talk you into, oh, I'm going to buy you individual bonds. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But it sort of gets to the same place. The advantage you have with an individual bond, frankly, is that you buy it, you hold it, it it matures, you get the money back. That's – and you don't have to deal with the day-to-day fluctuations. But to go out and buy individual bonds, a pain in the neck. And for someone else to buy them, you can see that you're going to have to pay three times the cost of just buying a bond index fund. 
Now, right. if you want that, it would have to be that, okay, are these guys going to give me 30 basis points more a year in performance? Maybe. I doubt it, though. I just okay. Doubt it. All right. Awesome. Go, go buy so much. Go buy some bonds, Karen. Have fun. <laughs> Thank Rep- you. Report back. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to askjill at jillonmoney.com or go to the website, jillonmoney.com. You can click the Contact Us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free. Why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can download the show anywhere that you get your podcasts. Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week. 